Hey, Pride fam, get ready for a brand new episode of Pride the, the Podcast. Podcast. Featuring special guest, artist, Cicatrix, and executive editor of Hornet, Stephen Horbell. So grab yourself a treat and take a little time to hang with Pride. Between us, stream it anywhere that you listen to music. Yes, happy November, everyone, and welcome to an all new episode of Pride the Podcast. Thank you to our friends at DNR Studios and Rehab Entertainment. I am Darrell Anthony. I'm Adam Andrew Rios. <laughs> I'm Ashley Mitchell. And I'm Cicatrix Matthews. <laughs> Who is that? Who is she? We got a new girl in the studio. Okay. Yeah. I love it. So, Cicatrix, tell us. Who are you? Girl, I'm a, a swamp witch from North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Come on, swamp witch. <laughs> I love it. But, you know, I love the Lord. Do you okay, love the we Lord? love the I Lord love here the Lord. at the Podcast. You know, I love the Lord. I love the weed. I love, um, <laughs> I love people. I love to perform. Uh, my uh, boy counterpart... Um, his name is Adam Stedman. Hello, what's up? What's up? Ooh. <laughs> Hello, she Adam. I love we got the two Adams. Yes. Adam squared. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I've never been good at math. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes. We are oh so God. honored to have you here Thank on the podcast. Brayden is on location. Brayden's on location <laughs> somewhere. Was she fancy? Yeah, yeah she, she real fancy. She's she doing something. But listen, I'm so glad. <laughs> you know, we we showed up every single day um, to your place of employment to beg you to be on here. So yes. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's how I get my gentleman callers. So I was going to say, um, how did y'all all meet? Yeah. I, was, I met uh, you through that, right? Oh, right, 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 yeah. right. Um, so I was serving them pancakes and eggs. <laughs> yes, come on, And brunch. mimosas, mostly. I think mostly. it was, but... Um, yes. Liquid diet. Joy of spirit is how we connected, I think. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, we were sitting there. Um, we actually, the first time was for my... After celebration, because I just got back from L.A., Ashley and I, and it was after, like, birthday celebrations, and people who in New York didn't get to celebrate was like, let's go to brunch at Lido. It's one of our favorite places in Harlem. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Ask it's for so Adam. It's so good. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> it's, no, it's really good. As uh, long as you got money, you can ask for Right. Me. That, no, that, I know that's right. I know well, that's right. Well, we don't mess with no broke people. Uh, okay. I, sure I, don't. I mean, you, Hey, I, I know that's right. right. Uh, <laughs> me at that moment. I haven't been back in my drag moment yes. where I got my mix board in the back giving me all my little Well, we giving you all of it we today. We giving it all to you. Now, listen. Tell us how you got started in drag. We we want to know. We want to know like from little Adam to Cicatrix. <laughs> oh my gosh. So. Um, like, okay, so what we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. when my mom was doing home interiors, mm-hmm. I, she was a drama teacher at church. Okay. Um, so, you know, always wearing the robes yep. and my church Sunday shoes sounded like heels to me. So, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, she was always just while I'm tapping around at the I church. Know, that's and right. every, I know that's right. Yes. We love putting on heels. We uh, love like I things love that make heels. it feel like heels. It's the click clack. Yes. The, yes. I love click clack. I've been that's known for going. Hey. Hey. He's I've, 
<laughs> I've been known for going wet. to uh, the shoe place to get them to put little clicks on the end of my shoes. Oh, you really did. did. I, no, I have. I was like, I have to Darla, go. Now that you got nails, too, you just clicking all over the place. As soon as I got a tap shoe back in, like, when I was age seven, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm never taking these off because like, I need you to hear when I'm coming. Yes. <laughs> right. I need you to know. Tap, tap, tap yes. in. Tap it on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then I, um, you know, my mom was doing home interior, so she would come home from her home interior shows with all of her materials that she was showing off her product with, and they would have holes in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, was, yeah. I was in the bag making dresses. Okay. Oh, I love that. You know, That's so cute. You know, but she wasn't cute when she beat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to start somewhere. She said, That's expensive, so I got to take you to Joanne. Right. right. I love Joanne's. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but, um, then I, you know, I got the more into, into theater. Um, mm-hmm. So I came to New York when I was 18. They dropped me off. Um, I went to every drag school possible. Okay. The new school. Um, and, uh, and finally I got my four-year degree at um, Marymount Manhattan, which I absolutely adored. So they, nice. um, they were amazing. And I even, I was, so I was in the BFA um, acting program there, but... Um, Got to do some musical theater with them. Ashley <laughs> yeah. was having a drink. Said, Yo, I didn't know <laughs> Let me why see. that squeaked. You, did, you didn't know suck and make a noise? <laughs> Shut up, bitch. Oh. We I'll got te- those little, like, tiny cocktails. I'll, I'll, te- I'll teach uh, you how not to make a noise a in my class. Cock. Oh, my God. Tail. Darrell's class. I have a class. I've sent you the first syllabus. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Darrell look. swears he can get me a man. Hold okay. on now. You got to have some qualifications. I, <laughs> bitch, I got all the qualifications. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what I pass you with. But go ahead, baby. <laughs> Anyways. No. So, it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I started uh, after I was at Marymount the last uh, last year. I got um, to audition for um, Disney and uh, Two Ring Circus and okay. a regional se- a theater that I was redoing Little Mermaid. Yeah. And so you know um, the audition process. I got to audition for the Eels, for Ursula, for everything. So I ended up being sweet a sweet child. Yes, my dear sweet child. <laughs> it's what I live for. Wow. Yes. He really did replace Brendan. No, no, he, he did. Yeah. <laughs> Great that I used to sing that all the time. Oh my god, so let's do it. Do it. I love it so much. Oh my god. So um, I have her tattooed on my arm. Yes, oh, wow. right there. It's an anagram. Wow. Because um, okay. I don't want every. You know, I want. I want to remind myself to never let anybody steal my voice. Okay, um, yeah. I like that. I Which is that. great for what we are doing here too. Yes. yes. Voices be heard. Okay. I love all of that. So I mean, you know, you got here in New York. They dropped you off. You graduated and did all of that and so you were like all right I want to do drag is that what made you go from acting to drag? Well you know when I did Ursula what I found was I had already played all of these female roles Mm -hmm. Um, I just never like dove in full heartedly to Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. Um, Marty Cummings Breda Filter Peppermint I was like Marty Cummings all the people who've been on the podcast yeah I was like these Um, are all friends these are all friends of mine Um, I love them dearly Um, they have just inspired me in countless ways. Um, I also just like Stacey Lee Matthews, who is my drag mom. Yeah. Yes. Miss Henny herself from Miss season Heaney. three of I Drag Miss I Heaney. love Stacey. Who yes, the fuck I, is Heather? I who the fuck, the fuck is Heather? I want to know. I just want to know. I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> I love her. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks so much. That was oh when God. I tucked was like fucking fire. Oh, oh my, my God. God. This bitch right here. And see, the thing is that she is the same. Yeah. At, outside of that show, she is exactly the same. Yeah. When I remember at DragCon, mm-hmm. the, it was 2018. We were mm-hmm. coming down. 
uh, Sasha Valor had won that year. She yeah. was inside of the elevator. We had just gotten out of the VIP tent. We are sitting there, and I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> he just started drag, and Sasha Valor just went, and she's yeah. in this elevator, and Stacey Matthews, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> I, we open the door, and like Sasha lets Stacey out first, and goes, "Walk, Queen," and I just remember two thousand people coming, rushing to the elevator, and they were not screaming Sasha's name; they were going, "Miss Hattie, Miss Hattie, Oh, Miss I Hattie. love that. And she walked, and she saw. For the first time in her life, she had seen that outpouring of love just in a visceral context. Yeah. And all I saw was Stacey Lane. Aww. Oh, it was just it was so magical to see That's someone so that you grew up with. Because yeah. she's the first person who told me I was gay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at 11 years old, we were doing Fiddler on the Roof. She was playing Grandmother Zydel. Oh, oh, my oh, God. I, love that. I swear to God. I swear to God. And she goes, come over here, baby. Come on. <laughs> come on over. Uh, do you know that you're homosexual? <laughs> I, said, I said, yes, ma'am, but what are you? She said, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that in a That's for another day. Yes. But um, she started my uh, my love for drag and the respect that I have for it. And I think that's why I don't give up in these competitions in New York and stuff. Like, I just did Miss um, Adam's Apple for the first time. Wow. Hopefully next year she's going to be back again okay. and can represent New York City in the, um, the National Comedy Queen competition. Because I think I have a lot of fucking Okay. Well, listen, I think... I love it. So are you... I mean, this is probably a question you get asked all the time. Okay. Are you gearing up to some point do Drag Race? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't up until... I mean, I've always wanted to do it once I saw Stacey on there. That was what really Mm -hmm. sparked everything. Um, I just think that that's a platform that I'm really well prepared for. Being um, like all of the acting challenges that are there. That's really what... And I love uh, competition settings. Yeah. I think it's the way to grow for an artist. Like It is. And I'm glad that you just said like absolutely. Because I hate when a lot of queens are just like, no, I would never do that. Or like, it's not. And then you see them on like two seasons later. And it's just like, there's nothing wrong with the platform. Exactly. And I think that it would be silly of me not to say yes. Because with... Every all the outpouring of love for Stacy, mm-hmm. me being a little bit of a different type of queen from her, mm-hmm. that storyline and the message that I have to give is completely different from what I've seen on the show yeah. because of my journey. When everybody, you know, thinks that their journey is specific with the coming out story, but yeah, I think it's more about like my interaction with uh, the community of color as well right. because mm-hmm. of my closeness with such, you know, a, a, a large outpouring of community of color so yeah and i think that's important i mean you know right now drag race you know i feel like in the past couple years we've seen a lot of like hatred come from to two queens of color like a lot of people come in and they say Mm -hmm. to queens of color and they say awful things i mean yeah and i don't know if the network is doing all they can and you know i have to say i don't know if rupaul necessarily is doing all they can to Really like police this, like because pe- because pe- because people are. She's I mean, like, I, that, that's not I my mean, listen, you, you you can. Yeah. Dis- I think she's can like, dis- that's not my job. And you can dislike <laughs> right, a queen. Absolutely. You can absolutely dislike a queen, but the things I've seen them say to a lot of queens of color are just downright yeah. awful. Awful. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's like these kids and their keyboard warriors. A lot of them are. Oh, and, and, and I think we're in a new environment. I think we're in a new realm of drag. Exactly. Yeah. It was. It's a new generation of kids that have been exposed to drag race like when we first started watching it it was just about fun the joy and the yeah. fun of it and the competition it was like a design thing. show almost was, yeah. like honestly sure. project runway yeah drag, which was, yeah. yeah yeah but now these little children are they, <laughs> they watch Chitlins. they watch a <laughs> season of drag race and they're thinking that they're 
the know it all be it all. Exactly. I know, they never what... put a damn stick of Elmer's glue on your yeah. eyebrow to save your life. No. It's just it it, it it boggles me. And like yeah. Well, yeah. do you think Stacy is gonna wanna go back to All Stars? No. Oh. <laughs> you heard it here first, people. Right. No, I mean, um, so I was on the couch with her whenever she got the call about um, All Stars the last time to show up to play. Uh-huh. Not how. Oh, that. I, I don't know what I can't can't say, Mama. <laughs> right, right. But I know that that's not how it started. Oh. Right. Okay. Um, at least that's what I'm under, I'm under the impression of. Yeah. Right. Um, I know she was very thankful to be there um, anytime that she gets right. a chance to be. Of course. I don't know if that's exactly where she's going in her career right now. Mm-hmm. Um, she loves the children. She loves her fans. Mm. Um, I just know that she is probably more focused on family right now and performing yeah. in places well, that pay her copious amounts well, of money. I, well, I, right. think that, I think that for them to call her back to do what they did, which was not really have her on the show, but yeah. have her be was, kind of the... I feel like RuPaul's done the same thing with Victoria was, Porkchop. It's like I was the, like Porkchop. The, the, the butt of the joke. Like I was going to say... Or um, what's her name who was in the broccoli? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that Stacey, um, just like she did on her season... She handles things where she doesn't allow you to really edit too much around your mm-hmm. what your storyline is going to be because she's not going to give it to you. Mm. Yeah. So they they usually don't like they don't go that doesn't go well with with producers with producers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. And I was talking to actually one of the producers the other day who sat at the bar who I was serving and they had worked with her mm-hmm. during her season and I was like yeah that's exactly <laughs> what I've heard from everybody yeah just mm-hmm. like and the way that she talked about it she just doesn't allow people to kind of like but that's good because like we love her as is and that that was unproduced like that's just her and to to be honest that's Mm -hmm. what I've learned from her and a lot of these white hoes out here these white boys I'm sorry but it's true they have this persona Mm -hmm. and I you know like I got clocked on it too there people are like you use drag speech or you appropriate the speech Mm -hmm. of black culture or Mm -hmm. something I'm Uh like hold up holiday yeah no I can show you videos of that right that's not what this is yeah. You have this, you because what you're doing is appropriating a lot of a lot of stuff during your show. You just don't live your life like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people put on. I love it. I love it. I mean, I think that it's very important though to continue to let drag breathe and, and let it do what it does. And I yes, think that a lot of people are policing it and and doing that and gatekeeping. You know, gatekeeping uh-huh. very much so. so. A lot of that's what these kids are doing nowadays are gatekeeping and, and it's like well because you don't wear Louboutins or whatever or because you don't have the nicest lace front or human wigs it's, that it's like bitch shut up <laughs> right. right like that Who shit the just, fuck are you? Like, like when did drag so only become annoying. about like expensive like things mm-hmm. right, right. <laughs> like drag expensive, expensive, but like, right. you know what I, mean? I mean, it can get expensive. Yeah. Well, what do you think about that? About a lot of queens who show up with their stuff, uh, you know, pre purchased and, and paid for. How do you feel about that as opposed to them designing it there? Um, well, I mean, I think that that's okay because, like, I'm definitely gonna do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, what am I gonna say? I judge them and then show up with like five thousand bags. I know. I love it. <laughs> I love supporting local artists. Yeah, How about that? yeah. I think that <laughs> Let's I turn it around. Turn the pita around. No. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I mean, 
you want to promote people as well as promote yourself. Yes. But it's like, let me help you help me help you. Exactly. Like, you and know? like my speciality is, you know, making mixes, mm-hmm. doing, oh, okay. uh, you know, stuff like that. So <laughs> I would like, say that like he finna put you to work. He said, okay, good. Yeah, that's yeah. for you to do. She the mix queen in the city. I don't know, because it is hard. It's like, yeah. That's yeah. one thing that like a lot of queens need help with. Seamless transitions exactly. over here, honey. Mm, I love that. <laughs> I don't want to see no edges. No. But you, but, but you might see one. And I just got to the point where you want to see them on my wig. Okay. 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 She, she took a little longer, but I think I, I think I did things backwards from a lot of queens. Mm-hmm. I like worked on who she was, who Sickatrix was, what show, her message was, because she's all about like to, calling out some bigotry. Okay. And okay. Um, that's why I, t- I play with the witch thing because it's just hilarious to oh, me. Oh, I love that. Because there's no part of it. It's like 666 anything. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, but yeah, I think that it's just important to to go and let her breathe, like you said. Take that corset off once in a while. Uh-huh. Give it a time to listen back to what people, what you, once you've done it for a while, see what people are, are biting onto, what they're not. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. like um, when I had my show with Godiva Romance mm-hmm. at um, uh, Vodka Soda Bottoms Up, rest in peace. Did you hear that they're reopening, oh. though, as something else? Yes, I did, because we're oh, going to really? be there. <laughs> well, okay, give us a tea on that, because yes, I'm coming. Yes, oh. um, so we're starting um, probably either top of November, end of no, um, sorry, top of December, end of November. All I heard was the word top, and I was in Hey! <laughs> at Mr. Biggs. Oh, even which better. Mr. Biggs and Todd, right. go together. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm coming. So we're going to add, it's going to be like a game show night, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, is pretty popular right now. We've got a few tricks up our sleeves. Okay. Okay. Stick mm-hmm. a trick up our sleeves. <laughs> I was like, stick a trick? Okay. <laughs> um, and then we're going to probably try to bring back the V. And uh, Godiva is going to start, hopefully, um, a show called Loki, which is focuses on uh, performers of color and kind of having a, a talk uh, on a low, like, sultry night but okay. having having uh boudoir we'll talks. still have dance nights though i can still come yes, in that park absolutely i used to so love these are three one. different shows though okay yeah. <laughs> I, I used to love coming into vodka sodas i thought it was such a cool place and it like, was the cost of it was so like for the drinks were four dollars yes those, those and, frozen margaritas could tear you it up. will get you there, there were multiple nights too <laughs> they will and there were multiple nights i was stumbling through vodka sodas like yo this is bad yeah i'm surprised i never fell down the stairs oh my god because you right. I know. I was there for two years, and I do not know with the amount of alcohol that we consumed mm. at Vodka mm-hmm. how in the hell I did not bust my full ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Face, ass I everything. did in, at therapy once. <gasps> you did. We, oh, we had gone Adam. out. We had gone out for Mark yeah. Blockheads. Yeah, mm, Blockheads. We transitioned to therapy where you know them Vodka. At you that never time, transitioned them vodka after Blockheads. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I was like Blockheads. Like that's it. That yeah. Was it. <laughs> That should have been and I said, boom, 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 boom. Oh, and I woke up with like a big ass bruise on my leg. It was he woke like, up. Rest in peace, therapy. He woke up by the way at the bottom of the stairs. No, listen. Um, Ashley and I actually went to uh, bottom. No, we didn't go to bottom. But what did we go? Blockheads last yeah. week. Mm. Y'all, they got a three. I don't know if y'all know. They got a three, three minimum drink. drink. No, no, it. maximum, maximum, maximum. Someone tore it up. Apparently, somebody tore it up. Yeah, somebody got lit and tore the restaurant. <laughs> they said so no more no they more. said you get three which one did you go to uh, the 50th street Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where I went. They to. say yeah. you get three. They said and you have to space them out, and yeah. it's a wrap. And, yeah, and, they, and we don't talk to you. You get the shit and get, <laughs> get out. Yeah, it's a different blockhead. It's yeah. a different blockhead because you, you listen. They still got blockheads used to good. get you right. lit, baby. Lit 
as a tip. Because <laughs> no, it was what five dollar margaritas. Yeah, it was yeah, it was crazy. Were, and you could get with... that five dollar margarita and just you could take you could take and a was... twenty dollar bill to Blackhead mm-hmm. and, and it was free now, chips and, and salsa has... too. Okay. And don't and, make and friends with they... the waiter that brought you over a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Things were a wrap. And now you got to pay for your chips and salsa yeah. too, yeah. girl. They're not playing. No, that's a whole different experience. You took advantage of me once, right? It's a different Blackhead. No, I mean. So listen, I'm glad you're here because before we get ready to bring our guest on, I do want to start talking about hot topics, and then when we bring our next guest on. I know he's gonna have a lot to say about it. So mm-hmm. Adam, go ahead and give me a little jingle. How about that? A what? Jingle, Adam. <laughs> what jingle? Hot topics. Hello. Do you not work here? The news coming in. Oh. Oh my God, <laughs> guys. I, I was like, jingle? When did we work on a jingle? You do it every time. You bring oh it to me God. every time. That's like the well, news I, one. I, I want, right, 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 right. Before, but I guess we can talk about this out because I really want to know where your drag name came I, That's from. what I was going to ask. Gonna ask. Let's do that. Let's start. Let's so, Cicatrix means healed scar. Oh. And oh, at 15, oh. I had an open heart surgery. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, I do a lot of work with the American Heart Association. Um, I started at Hardware Bar do, um, doing an American Heart, heart Association benefit um, yeah. in February. Um, but sick of tricks means healed scar, so I have her also tattooed here. Oh, um, wow. I have a lovely heart scar to, that I love to play with with my drag as well. Um, but there's just a lot of stuff. I, I'm as sick of the tricks that people are trying to play, judging and feeling that they have control over what it is that my drag is going to be because you don't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, I'm going to bring it to you every time. She told you she was going to bring it. She, she told you she was right. I don't know why y'all gagged. I don't know why y'all gagged. <laughs> I love it. She's been here and she shows up. And the thing is, is I like to I like to slowly be in the background. And um, she's healing. She's healing okay. slowly but surely. That's and hopefully, hopefully healing other people with the drag that I bring forward. Absolutely. That's lovely. I love that. Yeah. Far too often it's always like, I don't know, I like stole it from another queen I met. Right. Like, or <laughs> Heidi in closet. No, I remember I remember Ooh. sitting in there, uh, which I love Heidi, oh my God. Right, oh, I love sure. Heidi too. Uh, she's I love like Heidi North too. North Carolina queen. Guys, um, come on. But, uh, soft and supple. Soft and supple. Wait, wait, wait. Soft and supple. Soft and supple. So delicious. Okay. Let me <laughs> <laughs> say my name. Say my name. Cicatrix. Say my name. I love. It. Listen, I, I just really think that that is very beautiful, and you, like Adam was saying, you don't hear that, and I think you may be the first queen that goes on to Drag Race and wins the title as well as the Ooh. title of Miss Congeniality, because your your oh heart your heart is fire, and I I, oh I mean you would be the first one to take the crown, all the money and everything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 like Katie hearing at the end and so breaking it half, you get a piece. Oh no, yes. Yes. Fuck, fuck yes. them bitches, they not get none of it. No, <laughs> That's all yours. It's my motherfucking money. <laughs> I, I earned this. <laughs> <laughs> so, look. Rub me my money. Wait, rub, rub me my money? Rub me my, my money. When you have money? When you have money? I don't have any money. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Girl, let's take a quick no, break. Let's take a quick break. I, we, we need to. And when we come back, we're going to be speaking with the executive edit- editor of Hornet, the creator of Uber Gay Thread Art, Stephen Horbelt. And we'll be right back. Yeah. Hey, 
Hey, Pride fam! We're so excited to let you know that Pride the Podcast now has merch! Showcase your Pride 365 days a year with Pride shirts, totes, stickers, and so much more coming soon to dnrstudios.com. So, show your Pride 365. Welcome back! Hi, guys! I am super excited to introduce our next guest. We have Stephen Horbelt, the executive editor of Hornet. Hi, Stephen. Hi. How are you? Hello. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Good. <laughs> Favorite sound effect. Yes, that means it's a party. It, it is a party. It is a party. It is a party. We're so excited to finally get you on here. Um, I was super, our friend Adam, not either the ones on the podcast today, um, <laughs> <laughs> but a great friend of mine, Adam, who I work with, Adam Frewer, he's amazing, oh. and he introduced me. Uh, he, <laughs> You're Adam, like, Adam? Adam is still like, over here smiling like No, I him. knew it wasn't me, but I was like, what other Adam? No. <laughs> These Adams be getting uh, jealous. They right. all think... They they all think they're the first and only man. That's why my name is Sick I love that. So, Stephen, again, thank you for joining us. And tell us yes. a little bit about yourself and what it is you do so our listeners can get a little more insight to you. Sure. So, um, I, I'm based in L.A. Um, like you said, I'm the executive editor of Hornet. We're a queer social network. We've been around since um, 2011. Um, we've got just over 35 million users worldwide. Um, a lot of those users are in places you might not expect. So places like Russia, Indonesia, Turkey, okay. places where um, I think a social, a queer social network is actually more important than than anywhere else, right? Yeah. yeah. Places that are dealing with, you know, whether it's homophobic, tyrannical governments or, or you know, horrible policies. Um, yeah, so it's super fun. We, um, as, a, as a social network, I think a lot of people, when they think of queer apps or gay apps, they go right to like Grindr, right? And right, right. Like, yeah. Like, hookups, dating. And Hornet actually was founded as a competitor for Grindr way back in the day. Mm-hmm. But, but honestly, if you were to open it now, it's, it's, I would say it's not really that at all. It's actually... It's almost um, it's almost like a queer version of Facebook or Instagram. It's feed based. Mm-hmm. You follow oh. people, so you see their posts, and so there's a lot of articles and videos and photos. Mm. Um, we actually just launched live video, so that's oh, like that's whole fun. New, yeah, this whole new little ecosystem that's happening in the app. So we're getting because you know doing live video is something that's already been on all these other platforms, mm-hmm. but. Um, but yeah, so um, it's been, I've been at Hornet for maybe seven years now. Wow. Yeah. Seven years. I've really seen the company and our brand kind of change and mold and become this really cool thing. And um, we've got a lot of cool stuff, you know, in the near future that I can't necessarily talk about. <laughs> Exclusive. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, it's been fun. I mean, I come from a traditional media background, so... I was, I was gonna... the editor in chief of LA's uh, gay magazine, Frontiers. For oh wow! Years. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Okay. Wow. work um, at Hornet, and so and I'm like a total magazine nerd and like traditional media nerd. I love magazines. I love holding like print. Yes, I, I love, love a magazine. Print. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> I love a good hard copy. That's my thing, so okay, how I did love... how did you get into media? Like, is that something um, you've always wanted to do, or? 
So I actually, um, I moved to LA in 2004 for law school. And so I was in law school. I specialized in entertainment law. And I later went on and did that and took the bar and practiced for a couple years. But while I was in law school, I was the nightlife writer for Frontiers, the gay magazine. Okay. I had gone on a date or two with one of the editors. He was like, oh, you, you know, party a lot. So why don't you be on that? <laughs> wow. That's what they tell me too. Right. Those years when I was in law school, going to parties because I had to for work, um, <laughs> were like some of the best times of my life. Um, and so that's how I got into it, actually. Like I, I never intended to go into media or work for a magazine. I just kind of fell into it that way. When I so I practiced law for a couple years, and that coincided with when the economy kind of tanked, and so attorneys were getting laid off left and right, which for me meant, as someone who had just graduated, I was competing for these really competitive entertainment law jobs with people who had like ten years of experience. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was like I'm never going to find a job in doing what I want to do. So I literally just switched industries, and I um, Frontiers was looking for a new editor. And so I kind of completely shifted gears, started working at the magazine. So much fun. Those seven years were, were amazing. Um, but yeah, that's how I got into, into queer media. And um, yeah. That's awesome. Which has blossomed so from there. You're comfortable <laughs> using legal jargon in everyday conversation. Oh my God, legal jargon. Well, <laughs> I give yeah, you legal I mean, jargon. I always say, and this is probably, stop me if this is super boring, but I always say like what you learn in law school is, is how to think like a lawyer, right? And that's not something right. that you turn off. Um, right. Because God knows I would love for the debt to go away and maybe not have gone to law school. But yeah, it's on some level, it's like something that, you know, I can't turn off because it's something that they like drill into you for, you know, three years. So yeah, legal jargon, sure. Yeah, uh, you know, I, so, something that you said a little bit ago um, when you were talking about having Hornet in places, that's very important uh, for, you know, that may be important. What do you think about Italy now removing protection for women, LGBTQ, and the disabled? Because obviously we're seeing a lot of places that, you know, aren't America, even though America is pretty shitty right now too, but you're seeing a lot of other places where, you know, the LGBTQ community is highly under attack. Do you think that Hornet really Really helps out in those places i think i think um well i think that having kind of like a, a digital home for queer people is mm-hmm. important wherever you are yeah right, in the world but yeah when you're talking about places and places like italy where it's like wait a minute i thought we were good and <laughs> right <laughs> like what happened you know? we do it, our fashions so, with you <laughs> yeah. it um it almost catches you off guard but yeah i think um I think that those are places where digital community is even more important than ever, right? Because the physical community might not be there or it might not feel safe or for whatever reasons, right? Like even the idea that's, you know, not as kind of, you know, uh, serious, I guess, Mm -hmm. but like a community of queer people who want to get together to, you know, because they have shared interests, right? They want So everybody on this call. (laughs) <laughs> everybody on this call is what you're saying <laughs> we get together shared interests yeah yeah so having a platform you know all this stuff that's come up about like facebook like now we've seen behind the curtain and we all know how evil facebook is mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. i think that the need for 
digital platforms that are created by queer people that are created for queer people yep. are just that much I more important that. right mm-hmm. we all know someone who has been you know had their instagram posts removed because Ugh. they were too sexual yeah right? oh my god or, you know, too political or drag queens the whole th- time throughout quarantine yeah. getting every mm-hmm. video taken down wow yeah i know yeah, it was horrible well, and it happens to Hornet, too. I mean, because we publish content, right? Like, we publish articles. Right. Mm-hmm. And so if it's an article that we've written about, you know, gay sexual health, it's deemed to be adult content. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. It for Facebook. Against you know, guidelines. It's not, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. If it's in the title, then it's sexual. And we all know that's bullshit, right? Yeah. Just something is for gay people or queer people. That doesn't mean it's sexual content. Right, right. Like, yeah, like we need platforms that understand that. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Amen. that leads me to my question. So, what's like a common myth that you hear, like working in like gay media, or it's like you know what is a like, misconception that people think of like when they hear what you do or where you work? Um. Well, it's interesting for me because Hornet is so well known in certain pockets of the world, but it it's not necessarily in the United States yet. Right. So for me, that's the biggest question I get is what's Hornet? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And so and, you know, going back to what I was saying, I think a lot of people when they hear, oh, okay, it's a gay app. It's a queer app. So it's a hookup app. It's a dating app. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. We try really hard to fight this notion that like if it's a queer app, it has to be for sex and hooking up. Right. Right. See, that's yeah, where I was going. Yeah. Is it like a lot of like, oh, I bet you get, you know, you hook up every night. I remember when it first came out and like, remember being in the city when it was like, Mm -hmm. they were promoting it at clubs and it was very much so along those lines where it was anti-hookup app type of situation. I remember that being... you know, to be clear, like we are a very sex positive app. There's obviously nothing wrong with hooking up and right. dating. Yeah. And fully, you know, welcome our, you know, users to connect in that way because, you know, of course they will want to and that they and they should. Right. But it's also like we how many people do we know that use Instagram as a hookup app? Right. Uh, right. 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 <laughs> the, the queer people can turn anything into a hookup app. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. MySpace, baby, MySpace messaging. Oh my oh, god! Yo, I, there was nothing better than having a conversation. You just see a bunch of little green. They online. Ooh, little green. I am not even kidding. I have you Scrabble go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like, damn, it. your picture's cute. You know what? You know what? I, I was just sitting here thinking about when. <clears throat> When I used to meet people that you so the TV show Degrassi that used to come on, I used to go. They used to have a little thing online where you could like and pretend you had your you're in avatar. school. You your avatar, oh like you were in school, and like you could talk to other classmates. And then I was like, at one point, I think dating this whole boy, and, <laughs> and he like sent me a whole letter in the mail. And I like gave my address. Why did I do that? I mean, he said he went from <laughs> yeah, here, right? Pal. Well, you know, like, it's a little pen pal. He was cute. Sent me pictures. Pal. My mama said, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> Who is this little white boy right in my house? I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So, I mean, listen, with everything that's been going on, how do you feel the pandemic affected, like, Hornet and how you guys were putting out information? Did you feel that your information had to take a shift? Or did you try to still deliver some entertaining news in such a difficult time? Yeah. Well, so luckily, um, Hornet's always, like, all of our, we we have team members all over the world, literally, like, on every continent. And everyone works remotely. Mm-hmm. So the idea of like, okay, we can't all be in an office together was never an issue because okay. we all work from home. And, you know, I mean, I love working from home. 
can't go back. It's been a it's been a trip for me, like going from you know a magazine where I'm like in the office 14 hours a day to now I'm like at home, like what's in the refrigerator? (laughs) Right, (laughs) it's on Netflix. (laughs) Right, but um. But, you know, it makes sense that during the pandemic, when people couldn't, you know, connect in person, they went, you know, everything went digital, right? Right, like, right. Um, work went digital. All of our kind of daily social interactions went digital. And so we did see, you know, we saw that reflected in the app. People needed to connect with other people, yep. even mm-hmm. though they couldn't do it in person. And so, and so for Hornet, that meant um, we were producing a lot of live content. So we put together an event called the Great Gay Stay In, where it was like a, a day of, of live programming, everything from stand-up comedy to a cooking demonstration, oh. to like, stuff like that. So we did that when the pandemic was really at its peak. But, um, but I think, you know, the pandemic will probably have lasting effects just on social culture forever, right? Like yeah. this idea of like, zoom like everyone knows what zoom is now right like, yeah that blew up um, <laughs> yeah i mean zoom I had I no how did skype not well <laughs> skype like, was already... zoom just kind of like took well, over well skype was bought out i think by microsoft uh a while back i was gonna and say teams a... yeah, and then and then yeah. micro and microsoft when they bought skype they were not promoting them and marketing them they were only starting they took everything from skype to make their own like messaging thing which was microsoft I, teams right and i because i think they just bought the technology yeah and they and said, you can keep your funky name yeah <laughs> and, and skype kind of just drowned into the background i mean a lot that of sucks. people yeah, it really does because they could have really done well yeah. Skype was how I communicated when my brother lived in Cambridge. Like, oh, nice. it was a very a lot of people used it for cro- like cross continental yeah. Yeah. messaging mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. in the day. And then that and, and then Kick and then Kick was around. Oh yeah. And then um after Kick it's what WhatsApp, which is obviously the most popular. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. I mean mm-hmm. so go ahead, Adam. Do you have a question? Well, I I guess so my question is like what is like an important lesson you've learned? over your career here at Hornet. Here, like, I work at Hornet. <laughs> there. So professional. Learned. Um, well, our user base is so international that, I mean, I never, n- not on any other platforms, like not on Facebook, not on Instagram, not on Twitter, did I find myself interacting in real time with, you know, gays in Russia and gays in Indonesia and Thailand and mm-hmm. Mexico and France, like, right? Like we're having conversations about articles between, you know, users from all of those places. Yeah. So that's something that you don't really get from most platforms. And so yeah. I've learned so much about just these other cultures that I would never really, you know, have have organically like come into contact with. And right. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's very important, I think, to experience yeah. other yeah. things. Other cultures. Right. You know, it's different everywhere mm-hmm. you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also that, like, I've learned that it's silly to kind of pigeonhole culture. Like, for instance, with Russia, I think that Americans and just the West in general has this image in their head of Russia where it's like Dante's mm. Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, it's this horrible place for queer people. And what I've learned is, because we have 
so many users in Russia. Mm -hmm. And it turns out that we post a lot of content that's about Russia because they're always making news for doing shady shit. They are. Um, mm -hmm. Very that. Stealing an election, anyone? <laughs> right. So we hear from our, you know, gay men, queer men, queer people in Russia that it's like that it's they they really push back on that idea. Yeah. That it's some hell for queer people over there. And it and it is, I think, in huge swaths of that country. Mm -hmm. But we hear from our users who are based in St. Petersburg and Moscow, like, it's not what you guys are making it to be. It's, yeah. You know, we, we go out to gay bars. We, you know, so that's oh. been really eye-opening for me because I think wow. um, yeah. there's not a lot of Western media, a Western queer media mm -hmm. that I think is telling, like, the full story of their experience so wow really right oh i love that because we we see so many times where we, we just think everyone else has i said at the beginning of this it's like oh you know america's shitty but not as bad as some other places which i mean yes in certain places like italy things are bad but it's interesting to hear that people like yo we live a regular life like you like we yeah. go to the well, gay clubs we do the yeah. same shit you do yeah. i was gonna say because now you saw that Inter eternals is now banned in saudi arabia mm -hmm. kuwait yeah Qatar. yeah so it's like, yeah, we bitch and moan and we complain, but yeah, you know, and you they're, know, they're banned because to, of the gay characters. Right? Mm -hmm. Talk to Disney for because the reason it's getting banned is because Disney is refusing to make them a non-gay edit. Right, right, exactly. Uh -huh. I'm the MCU nerd ever. I saw Eternals last night. Um, I yeah, props to Disney because I was really worried that it was going to be another instance of the big Hollywood studio bows down to these homophobic countries, mm -hmm. gives them a non-gay, non-queer edit, right? Like we did for Rocket Man and Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. he said no, and props to them for that. We'll see if they you know keep that stance when China starts moaning. Right, <laughs> keep that same energy. I, I love seeing that headline today. Yeah, I think it's very. I think it's really important, and a lot of times we go into these movies, you know, and I think reflected back for us as a queer community, we think it's going to be more queer because the media has almost said, like Beauty and the Beast comes to my mind when they said, mm -hmm. "Oh, LeFou's going to be gay." I mm -hmm. went to the theater. I said, "All right, so we're going to see him and Gaston end up together." Like I didn't know. <laughs> right. I said, "Is Gaston not going to fall off the roof?" We showed up, <laughs> and the, uh, the, the the only scene that happened was he ended up he was dancing with a woman, and it transitioned to a boy, and like, like, he went into the boys' arms, and that was it. And I was just like, oh, well, I mean, he's always had that same I kind of want Gaston energy, even in the cartoon. Yeah. So I didn't yeah. see a big difference. And, you know, the the Power Rangers movie that came out with Becky G as Trini, they were like, first lesbian character. And, like, it was mentioned in passing that she may yeah. like girls. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the MCU itself doesn't have a great track record. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, there, we actually, we ran an article a couple years ago about um, opportunities that the MCU had to kind of bring some queer content into the franchise and just didn't, right? Yeah, yeah. Thompson, her character Valkyrie, who is very queer in the comic books, mm -hmm. they hinted at it maybe she, in the she, movie. Yeah, yeah. She's very queer coded. Right. I no. it's almost like um, the whole Dumbledore is gay thing, where oh, after God. all the books came out and. She who shall not be named. Right. Said, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Dumbledore's gay, and we're like, that doesn't count. Yeah. No. You got gay in the books doing something gay. That's right. not representation. That it, not it's not. And and they think it is, and it's like that's literally it's not a cheap shot. It's, it is it's, a cheap it's, shot. It's what a lot of you know studios do. They queer code their characters, mm -hmm. where we obviously see ourselves in these people, and mm -hmm. it's like. 
no, no. come on. Well, but they but they don't ever say anything or they don't talk right. about it. Well, they most, leave it up most, to interpretation. Most famous right. is um Sharpay's brother Ryan from High School Musical. Like it wasn't until after the fact that it was kinda like and then Lucas Grabiel himself was like, Oh no, I didn't really want to play him as gay and it's just like, so you made a oh, caricature out of okay. us. I mean, a lot of people were upset. Right. You're a Marvel nerd, um, like the rest of us here. You probably are yeah. familiar with Endgame when they had a gay mourner, like the um studio had someone come in and play that and it was just like yeah. So that's the gay the character y'all were talking about. Yeah, I was one of the directors. Yeah, they kept, they that's like the studio had all of these articles about you're gonna see gay character emerge and Marvel's endgame and that was it. Yeah. Well in Venom, maybe you guys remember when Venom 2 just came out. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Every queer outlet had a story about because Andy Circus, the director, said something about how this movie sees Venom come out and he goes to some queer nightlife party. And I was like, I actually had a visceral reaction because I was like, we don't need that. If you're not going to do it right, right, right? like we don't need any representation. We need good representation. Right, right. Right, hold, just keep it. Yeah, we're good. Right, Right. I'm good on that, love. (laughs) You know, do it right or better ingredients, better pizza. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) exactly. But that's been happening so much in media, and you. um, That's been happening so much in media, and I just wish that it would change. And I mean, we're still not seeing that. I mean, what was the Disney and Pixar movie that just came out? It was with the two boys. Onward. No, no. Well, that one too. Oh, they had uh, the lesbian. Dean and Deluca. Yeah, Yeah, Luca. Luca. Was it just Luca? Yeah, Luca. Yeah. I was like Luca and no. Before I saw it, they were like, "Oh, it's a it's a animated version of Baby." Call me by your name. Right. Oh what, what, what's his face? Who be eating people? <laughs> apparently, don't he eat people? Who, oh, who eats was, people? That was the uh, chart. No, what is his no, name? No, I thought his name from um, Call Me by Your Name. Army what? Army, Army Hammer. Army Hammer. Oh, Army oh. Hammer. yeah. Yes. Don't, he, don't he like eat people? Well, that, well, he does a lot of research into that. I'm not so sure about all of this. I Army think he just yeah. had like he had a kink. And of mm. like, I'm, I don't know of what, and I ain't trying to keep shame nobody. So whatever his, floats his boat, whatever mm. floats his boat is his business. But it got out, and it and now it's not don't going. Oh, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look. I mean, there's hey. a, there whatever a, it is, it doesn't look. There's good. another. I don't, I don't. I don't know. There was another. <laughs> I believe actor that it came out this weekend. A lady was like, "Listen, we we had like consensual sex, but the sex was so rough <sighs> that." Like I, I, I didn't like it. I want to report that it was just really, really rough for me, and I didn't like that. But it was consensual, so it's just like I think we're in a in a land right now when it comes to sex that people are kind of confused. That I mean, we might need to take the birds and bees class again. I don't know, but it <laughs> seems like yeah. people, people might be a little bit confused on things, and it's it's interesting. I think it's an interesting conversation. Birds, the bees, Home Depot, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So tell us, uh, Stephen, what's coming up for you next? We have a lot of new things coming out. I did love your article the other day, which featured Chucky uh, talking <laughs> about. I, I feel like the series has been very like queer forward and yeah. telling that oh, story. Yeah. Um, you know, with yeah. Ch- even Chucky acknowledging, I have a child that is non-binary. Like talking yeah. about, and that. it just shows yeah. like the growth. The growth. And and, right. it, and it's done so well. And I love that Don Mancini, an out gay director creator, he's actually finally. I feel like able to tell his story in Hollywood because I feel like in the past Chucky might have had a little bit of homophobic feeling to it as as a movie and so I love that you guys really pointed out an article and gave the shout out to uh, Sci-Fi and that network for really stepping ahead with mm-hmm. that. Yeah, well I think it's always the representation that kind of, it's always the moments that feel 
so casual and mm-hmm. like kind of like not throwaway conversations, but sometimes it is that, right? Like that can be more meaningful than like something that seems very like overwrought and mm-hmm. like, we're all right, we're going to make a very clear point about how we love queer people. Sometimes right. it's yeah. a throwaway the line from Chucky where he's like, yeah, I have a queer kid. He's, uh, you know, non-binary or something. And the kid says, oh, and you were okay with it? And Chucky says, well, I'm not a monster. Right, like, yeah. You know, something yeah. that makes it seem like, well, duh, I support queer people is I think so much more valuable sometimes. Than yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, Steven, it's been amazing talking to you, and I want you to tell everyone what's coming up for you next and where can they find you and how to download and subscribe to Hornet. Sure. So find Hornet, you know, in all of the um, the app stores and the app store and the Google store. Find us on all the social media platforms um, at Hornet. I'm at Stephen Horvelt on all those same platforms. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was fun. Yes, yeah, it was I amazing. Love I love the insight. Yeah, it's so important. It's very important to see a very positive forward queer app that's not only like maybe making you meet the love of your dreams, but um, it can also give you this great information and that, that you know you can't find anywhere else in the world because yeah. it's being policed so horribly. I know I'm going to download it right after we get off this podcast. Yes. yes. <laughs> so everyone... You on there and you will see me on there. I guarantee it. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> so everyone, please go and follow Steven and support Hornet. And Steven, thank you so much for joining us here at Pride the Podcast and come back and visit us anytime. Thank you so much. I appreciate Thank it. you, Steven. Right, bye. 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 Hi, everybody. It's Darrell Anthony. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please call us at 844-25-PRIDE and leave us a message. Let us know what you think. And if not, email us at pridetheseries at gmail.com. By the way, ABBA just released a brand new album called Voyage. It's been 40 years since they've done it. So wow. congratulations to ABBA. Congratulations nice. to ABBA. Yes. Welcome back, guys. Yes, nice. and thank you, Steven, for that like wonderful Kiki. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God, so right. It was mm-hmm. easy just and right, exactly. It and it was really good to like have a discussion about, you know, gay apps and seeing that there are ones out there because I think people have a lot of like feelings about the LGBT. They feel like our community is just sex. And you know, mm-hmm. so is the Did straight that- community. I think everyone loves sex. Any normal human being does. I mean, the so- world is love, power, and sex. Okay. I-, I mean, how would we okay. not be here without sex? Whatever the case, my point being, um, I mean, science has advanced, so that's not exactly true. But um, but the point being in that case is I-, I think it's important to hear from Steven and know that they're trying to touch people in all the parts of the world that really aren't getting gay media right now. Right, and so that's kind of why I asked what I asked about I said what I said. Yes, yes. What, you, what, you said. Said. what you said was no bullshit. About, um, you know, what is the biggest misconception slash myth <clears throat> that he usually hears about working for Hornet mm-hmm. for like a gay app? And because I dead ass was like, oh, he probably gets it a lot. Like, oh, I bet you 
get all the boys. You got access to everybody. And, like, they all want you. I mean, he was cute, so, of course, that's going to happen. But, like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 that's what I want to know. Because, yeah, we are, we are always labeled, like... I mean, I think Deviant. that I think that because of Pedophile. everything, that, absolutely, yeah. You know. I mean, but I think that everything that we have all suffered through to just be our honest, true, and authentic selves. Like the last thing we gonna let you do is police how we have sex and how much we talk about it. So, like, <laughs> get into it and get out of it. Like, we are gonna talk it, about yeah. sex okay. and, and we are gonna do it when we want to. So, yeah. So, mm-hmm. listen, we finally made it. We talked a little bit about it. We finally made it to the part of the segment where we get to talk about my favorite thing, hot topics. And so, Katrix, you're here, so I can't wait to get all your takes. There we go. Hey. <sighs> Damn, better late than never. It's Darrell <laughs> Anthony. Welcome back. Yes, and I'm Joyce. Um, no. <laughs> so, I'm Genevieve Vance. Gen- Genevieve Vance. And I was there for now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I know this hot topic section. <clears throat> the edible has kicked in, everyone. Just the so everybody knows, the, the edible ed- is here. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you know what? Also, is here. I kind of want to start off with this. You guys might think it's an interesting topic, but it just passed my screen about Kim Cattrall playing the older version of Hillary Duff in the How I Met Your Father spinoff, which came from How I Met Your Mother. And there is a new article going around right now that says. Spoiler alert, everyone. In in the new show, and just like that, Samantha Jones is not actually dead. She oh, actually, oh. yeah, she actually apparently, they're going to do some real life thing that she and Carrie had a falling out and she has not spoke to her in years and they moved away and they're not connected because the producers hope that Kim will want to come I mean, back and see listen, two. at this point, it's like Kim Cattrall, I know whatever you had with Sarah Jessica Parker, like, cool. But get this bag, girl. Like, get squash it. Like, I don't understand. She may not need the bag. She, of course she doesn't need it. None of these hoes need it. What was well, her other show that just was got happening? Canceled. That got canceled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, got she canceled. was like some. She was like the some, Sunshine Network. Yes, yeah. yeah. She was like some Christian. Um, yeah. Bogle. Yeah, yeah, it's not working, girl. Just go back to what but, works. But here's the thing. Her voice acting wanna, was great, though. I will say it was yeah. just like the way she changed the timbre of her voice. I was so impressed. She was. She was very well. With it's just that. like. <laughs> she sounded like this. I said the maybe they need to go on the conversation. Which is by Prince. no 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 we go, Princess listen, Love oh, and Ray J. No no no, no. we're gonna talk about uh, we're gonna talk about the conversation in a second. Uh, uh, but I just want to ask put a, a question. pin in that no no because we're getting right to that after this. <laughs> I want to ask all of you guys. So how do you feel? Do you think it is a celebrity's responsibility who played a beloved role to come back whenever the fans say come back just because we were fans of the show? Because listen, Kim has said. I am done with that part of my life. I do not want to come back. That is it. That like, there's no ifs ands and buts about it. I mean, yeah. In that case, like, sh- do whatever is mentally like best for you. Like, we're allowed to want it, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. We're you know allowed I mean? to we're, want we're, it. We're not, we can't control your life. Mm-hmm. But, right. But we're allowed to want it. Right. Badly. And there just has to be <laughs> like a line where you realize you're like, all right, girl, fine, we get it. Like, just right. live your life. Peace be with you. Like, if you don't want to do it, like, cool. But if you don't want to do it, fuck you, then. Right, right. But you know, it's just like I can, like you said, I can let it be known that I want it. And then if you say like, no, it's not for me, and it's like, all right, fine, fine, whatever. You just may not be for me anymore. I was gonna say no. It's not her responsibility. Absolutely not. To be like, yeah, I guess the fans want it. Right. Fuck us. Well, I do. We're not paying her bills. We're not. Mm -hmm. But I do think there is some. We could. (laughs) We could. If I wanted to take you every motherfucker in here. I can't. I so, <laughs> so, but with, but with Kim and in particular and, and other actors, I do 
think a little bit it's on the producers and the directors and the creators. If you want to bring of these course. shows back, then you need to make sure everyone is on board for your sake. Like, unless they are honestly right. probably dead or like retired <laughs> or something like that. I mean, and even people who are retired, if it was a beloved show, I feel like they make an appearance. But I think it's on the creators from the jump. Like, can you, you can't bring back Happy Days if Fonz isn't available. Like, you, you can't do that. Like, there mm-hmm. are certain, I mean, you could try it, but you do know it might not go over well with the fans. But, you know, again, I eat crow because the Connors without Roseanne, it worked it pretty well. And it works pretty well. And Katie Zagal said, I'm available for a white trash TV sitcom. <laughs> like, so. But, it is. And she, and she does it well. And, and Katie Seagal is sexy. And I'm sorry, Roseanne, you were what you were. But you you know, Katie Seagal looks great. And they got her on this show. And she's a she bad bitch. She got the titties up. She okay. got them titties she right. She was a doughy Midwestern wife. A doughy. What I a know, great I, descriptive word. Listen, okay, because I was listening to a podcast earlier. And they described Was it prior to the podcast? It was. That should be. I was just about, I was just about to give you your walking papers. I listened to Pride, but I listened to a lot of other shit. Too. Okay. But mm-hmm. anyway, no, they were giving a description of a man, and they were like a do- like a forty five year old doughy white male, and I was like, not doughy. Oh my god! I'm, so my my friend was auditioning for Into the Woods in the park, and yes. girl, the fucking description was hilarious. It said a portly person of color. Portly. portly. <laughs> <laughs> I said portly. Uh-uh. So we had to we had to look that one up real quick just to make sure what was right. Doss mine is deceiving. Portly, portly. It was a it was a, a day of learning. But, I mean, they, you know, there used to be a lot of when it went out about women like a homely woman. It's like homely. Homely. What the fuck does that mean? The, yeah. And, and then when they show you what it looks like, you're like, what you trying to say? <laughs> Hair all over his head. <laughs> Trying to look like you just survived the dust bowl. So, y'all, okay. we had this one topic yes. I was so excited about. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's the tea? The Ariana Grande and Cynthia Revo. Yes! Just because the musical theater reminded me of it. Yes, right. yes, yes, yes. Okay, so did we see the post this morning with the, the we pictures? Did. We did. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So what are your I'm thoughts? super excited. Good. Uh, yeah. Listen. Because like, I've, I've seen some folks that were like, this is totally miscast. But then I was like, well, who in the fuck would you put? I did like, kind of like, think it was going to be like a Gaga, um, oh. Ariana situation. But then, mm. I, then I got, I very get Cynthia Erivo. Mm. Listen, mm. Cynthia Erivo is there, going know, to right? sing the fuck At- out of Ooh. Defying Gravity. It's going to be... It's it's gonna snatch your wig for sure. Yeah, all, both so, the, if you have a wig reveal, it'll snatch that. Yeah. Shit. So I guess for me, like I just love Cynthia Revo and her voice. So for me, it's just like great. Put her right. in whatever. And I think Ariana's gonna do great as Glenda. Yeah, and it's crazy because she's always sung like Alphabet song, right? But and so I think you would that think they were talking about like Dove Cameron or someone like that. Oh, okay. I heard that the too. The fact that I know you lo- listen, <laughs> yeah, I love I heard me some that Dove too. Cameron. Okay, <laughs> Dove Cameron's about that life. So I've <laughs> seen the. <laughs> Oh, what were you going to say? I was going to say, you know who's not happy? Leah Michelle. Okay, yes. Well, that or apparently. Yeah, yeah, okay, put a pin in that. Put a pin in that. Menzel. Because you, I, I mean, don't she's know. too old to play. Well, she, she, has a she has a statement. I said she, okay. she aged out. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, she, she, Idina has a lot to say about that. I'm going to say this before. She um, oh, Madam um, Warble. So Idina recently made a joke prior to her new statement last night or today. Her... Her most recent statement oh, was, I still think I should be Elphaba, and I should just show up, slap that green makeup on me, and get some CGI and Benjamin Mudd and the shit out of that. She said. She, okay. went, she went on to reference Ariana's known interest in the film by lightheartedly adding, I mean, I love you, Ariana, but I'm still relevant here. Well, after last night's oh, announcement, she, she said... 
congrats to two amazing women. <laughs> May it change your life for the better forever and ever. The way you're reading us. it. <laughs> so much love. Send your reader Ariana Grande. And she, oh, like, my, that just changed my life forever. So I have been changed for good. <laughs> she said, fuck it. She said, I don't give a shit. I mean, listen, Idina has a point. Like, with, if Ben... <laughs> Listen, Idina could very well end up being Madame Morble. I mean, listen, the to, mama the does she need to make an appearance? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Like, they Somebody would be stupid had. not to have uh, Kristen Jenner with and Idina. Like, make some, they, some they, type they, of appearance. They're going to make a cameo for sure. of odds. Yeah. Like, it's gotta, it, it, it can't be a whole, like, in there that. Boom. Well, <laughs> right, James, right. Don't worry, like, James Corden's going to take care of that. No, no. You know he's going to be Professor Tomnes. No. <laughs> no, he, no, he is coming in. He's, he's definitely gonna be Something that. Bad. I, 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 said, I said he was gonna be fucking Bach at this point. Like, no, I hope that's Christopher Fitzgerald. Well, wait, did y'all see that they? Somebody made a TikTok. They said, "Y'all know who else is in the movie? If it ain't those three, it's like who?" Never it will was say. Billy Porter. And he was just like, oh, I love the meme. You know he what? He said, yes, we're going to go down to Emerald City. And it was like, damn. And the children. It was so good. He said, yes, God, why? And everybody was like, oh, no, Billy Porter is coming in. I said, who he going to be? I mean, the, the wizard. Sla- I'm sure they're going to slap him in there. He go, like, like, for not sure. Slap him in the there. wizard. He the wizard. He would be great. He could be the um, wizard. Yeah. Right? I could see that. No. 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 As long as they don't make him one of the flying As long as Lin Manuel isn't in it. No. (laughs) I would prefer Lin Manuel. Really? Then Billy? Can I get that one more time on film? Right. It's like, I don't know. Billy Porter. We do love Joel Grey, though, too. Is yeah. he alive still? Oh, so. or did he pass? I think he passed. I think he we'll gone. We'll take a leap. We're gonna take a second to <laughs> uh, find I, I, out on that. I'm but, okay, wait, wait. So going back, I don't know if you've been seeing it on Twitter. All the like little Ariana memes and little jokes that are going around. It's because you know how she always like. Oh. Yeah. She always thinks yeah. like yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Like, Joel Gray's alive. Yeah. He's alive. He's alive. I, um, I have an announcement, people. Right. Joel Gray is alive. He is at a spry 89 years old. He was born on April 11, 1932. Okay. You know, t- wasn't Titanic around April 14, 1912? Oh, Come on now. Right, right. Now. I said 1912. Wait, I don't know. Wait, you, you know talking about the Titanic? <laughs> the Not a shady movie. You say you are you a mean as shit. Right, right. <laughs> Unsinkable Molly Brown. All right. But no, what were you saying? What were y'all saying? No, I was talking about Ariana. Oh, yes. Ariana. Yeah. Glenda. Right. Right. Uh-huh. And Leah Michelle not being happy at all. They are, Leah everyone Michelle. is trolling her, and I love her. She had to, you know, disable her bitch. comments on Instagram. So she, well, well, she had to disable them around Funny Girl when Beanie Feldstein, uh, Jonah oh, Hill's sister, got damn. cast. They cast her. They were like, I know that one hurt. That, that one hurt. That one, that one was hurt. a the dagger to the heart specifically for her. Said, I felt that for her. Yeah. The studio <laughs> specifically said, we are going to cast you as this role, and we'd rather teach you how to sing <laughs> than Leah Michelle. <laughs> oh, that is out. <laughs> My devil. No, but it's true. That that's crazy. That, that's, that's wild to me. So sorry, Leah. But yeah, it's it's all these uh, gifts and you know funny memes and it's like our, uh, Leah Michelle this morning reading the news and it's that white woman tearing down the blind. <laughs> oh yeah, and throwing her just wrecking her a little bit. But, but what's worse uh, is when they use the glee uh, emojis of Rachel crying and right. you just see Please. Rachel just cry. She's just. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it. her. 
Yo. Fuck her. I can't. Yeah, you hate Leah Allen? I mean, I don't know her. That's what it's been like, though. I always just feel like she's always got, like, a bad... She always got something yeah. to say. Yeah. I mean, she, she feels like a Karen, don't she, a little bit? A little she's bit. absolutely she's a that, Karen. She's yeah. that girl that on stage would correct you and be like, actually, the line is this. Yeah. Oh. She gives other actors notes, yeah. for sure. So I don't fuck I have no that. business doing it. Yeah. Well, no. But Spring Awakening is doing, like, a performance, yeah, right? Yeah, they are. What? And it's Did bringing get, back all the originals. Okay, because so. I was like... If she didn't get asked back for that, I don't know. Uh, right, no, that know. would be, like, very pointed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that would be very pointed. Did y'all see that movie, Karen, that the girl from Orange is the New Black? Movie? I didn't get to see I it. I did not see okay. it. Okay. Did you watch it? It's poignant, honey. <laughs> it's, they it's, was talking some stories, telling some things. It made me uncomfortable. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I've... But it was had a good message. Some people yeah. were like, what... Is this? Yeah, it was I like because BET was the one who uh, produced it, and that's always scary. <laughs> no, it is. I love BET, and I love. I'm well, sure. I guess I love them, but like BET sometimes, right along behind Lifetime, be doing some when they get They're like doing some <laughs> stuff where you're just like, "What you doing?" Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> this felt like Jordan Peele and BET work together. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, speaking of all that, so I know y'all heard about this tea about from Zeus Network. <laughs> <laughs> it's a show called The Conversation. Right. Uh, with Roland Ray and Bobby Lights. Why do you? <laughs> because I, I never heard of the Zeus Network. I was Network, like, um, so. right. I'm and who are something. Bobby Lights and Rolling Ray? Bobby Lights. I don't know how to explain that. Bobby Lights is from Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> yeah. And, he's, and Trina's cousin. He's Trina's cousin. Okay. The baddest bitch, Trina. Ooh. And so he's from Love and Hip Hop, mm-hmm. and Roland Ray was from, what was it, Judge something? J- Judge Toller. Um, I don't know what she, the name of the show yeah, was. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it was a court show. He went viral. He went viral because he's ridiculous. He's in a wheelchair. And I mean, <laughs> just, I no, 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 but that's like the whole thing. Uh, divorce court. Divorce court. Because he was with his partner and they Lynn were. Toler. Yeah, no, he's like ridiculous. And I, I didn't even know him and Bobby Lights had beef, but they were having a whole show called The Conversation where Bobby Lights and Roland Ray are going to sit down and have a conversation. <laughs> and it's the trailers. Are ridiculous, and I mean it's on the Zeus Network. Praise God! Praise yeah. God! <laughs> and we gonna watch it because it's 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 something. It's yeah. <laughs> listen, those two fools have me like on the edge. Like I don't understand how it's gonna. I don't know what that's gonna come into. Something I want to talk about Jordan Peele real quick. The new movie he has coming out. Y'all know what the title is, don't you? It's called Nope. Nope. And it is. I, I love it. It is called Nope, and it stars, it stars Daniel Kaluuya, Kiki Palmer, mm. Ooh, and Steven Yeun, and Ooh. also Barbie Friera, who plays um, a booty-shaking girl on Euphoria. Um, so yeah, that's our... You, that's what it's going to be starring. And so you don't know what it's going to be. It looks like uh, people getting sucked into the sky. I don't know. But people are saying that this could be his, as you know, M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. He did that, and it could result in an issue. Like, Wait, he did what? Um, he did a, a movie where it was like the same. I think it was The Happening or something. Oh, yeah, that was bad. Yeah, yeah you that hate The Happening. With, uh, Mark yeah, with Mark Wahlberg. He it was, was really nice bad. to look at. It's not great. It's not good. Or The Village, maybe. Not it great. Not yeah. Okay, yes, The Village is bad. You talked about this and defended it. I, well, because I, I watched it and I was like, you know what it was? It was just advertised wrong. The Lady of the Water. 
I didn't like, I like that Lady one. In the water. I like that I one. Right. But maybe, uh, maybe I need to rewatch it. Rewatch it under the guise of how young Bryce Dallas Howard is. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. She okay. Is acting. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that what is his name? Ron Howard Trotter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but what's uh What's the um, Paul Giamatti? Isn't that him? Uh, yeah, that? It is yeah, him. yeah. 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 Condola. My sister Condola Rashad. She works with him on Billions. Oh yeah, no. yeah. So what? What? Speaking of new show, there's a lot of new shows out. But I have to ask you: Are you a fan of Housewives? I am. You know, I've I've grown up with it. Okay. Yeah. You know, so, it's kind of like one of those things that it was like I always put it on whenever I was just like there. You know, as a performer or whatever in the city, just like have so many things in your head. Mm-hmm. That was like one of those I don't have to think about. Like every time I watch a show, I'm like analyzing every little part of it, going, mm-hmm. I'm stressing about a role I didn't get or whatever. <laughs> I mean, so the, it's not how facts. I feel with the Real Housewives. You mm. can just relax. So this season, there's been a lot of issues. I mean, this has been, I feel like, the last past two years of Housewives getting into legal trouble. So you have mm. Jen Shaw in Salt Lake City, which, by the way, I can't wait to hear how you feel about that show, oh. and Mary M. Cosby. But <sighs> also Beverly Hills, which is the big one where you see Erica Jane um, is being roped into a lawsuit with her husband, Tom Girardi for stealing. I love that storyline. <laughs> tell, tell me why you love it. Oh, I just love. So I love. How many fucks do I get? Yeah. How many fucks do I get? Not one. Not one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just love her because the character that she is on the show is just so yummy. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, and she know it too. She, That's she what does. Andy said last night. Yeah. He, a piece of work. He yes. was like, you're one of the most interesting people I've ever met. Oh, okay. Right. And it's just like, she sticks by it. You know what I mean? Yeah. She yeah. is in right. that moment. And mm-hmm. she's giving us what we want. Like every yeah. season, Erica's going to give you a, I'm going to go off on this person and I'm going to be real serious and I'm going to scare the whole audience. And yes. she gives right. you that Every season, and I think she don't do nothing. That she she don't yeah. do nothing, and she's not gonna do nothing. But I think no. that what would make the show interesting is when she does that to Lisa Renna, because Lisa Renna and her are Thelma and Louise, as they call themselves online. They're thick as thieves. Lisa was like, "I will lay down and like take it for Erica." Whatever but I feel like Erica could just switch on whoever she wants to. <laughs> yeah, I think she does. I mean, the way she popped off on Crystal, and then Crystal when they and it's like, "Crystal, you have anything?" No, I'm done with it. Fuck it. She didn't care. She she was yeah. like, I have to like add to the discussion because that's like thirty percent of this grade. <laughs> right. yeah. But also speaking of the reunion, um, <laughs> they showed the clip of Dorit. You know when she they, people were talking and she would like throw a word out. And yeah. Be like, oh yes, thanks that. It was like me adding to uh, work meetings. Yeah. Like, right. Personally. You're so stupid. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, like I understand. Love that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Lisa Barlow, she's like, I love that. I love, so how do you feel about Salt Lake? Oh, my family. Oh, Salt Lake, it's great. Um, What's that woman's name? Her son is so cute. He's a little child, but he's cute. He's the fashion boy. Oh, no. Brooks. 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 Oh, like Brooks? Yeah. Oh, my God. But I, 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 I haven't watched for the first episode, first or second, like when he had his little fashion show thing. Listen, oh, I okay. will tell you this. He that child. was a party. No. Because that was a party with no fashion. How dreadful. How dreadful. All right, Dwight. Listen, I will say this. <laughs> I understand <laughs> why people would like Brooks. If I was a like a teenage, like back, you know, in that young ago where I was just kind of discovered, I was like, you know what, Brooks, I would like, there's something that happens with the story where uh-huh. it gets a little weird and like, as gay people, it's like, 
it's, it's a little insulting mm. almost, but at the same time, you're like, everyone does that in their own time. So when you right. see that, you know, you'll kind of see like, what I gotta finish that. watching it now. Yeah. Yes. I mean, look, I think all the housewives, you know, OC is getting a reboot. New York may be canceled. Like, they're like, New York needs a reboot. New York needs yeah. a reboot, but the issue is, is they I don't, don't watch get... New York, but I live in New York and yeah. there's a reason really... for that. Oh my God. They came to sit, when I worked at Atlanta Grill, they came to like sit at a table mm-hmm. and it, they, the most annoying situation really ever dealt with. It was Ramona. I had the. <laughs> I used to, it was Ramona. <laughs> I used to work at Jean George restaurant as a reservationist, uh-huh. so I made reservations for um, the Countess. Oh my oh. god! And they literally wanted to make a reservation under the Countess. Under I was like, countess. I was like, hey, I need a name. Like, I don't care who she is. <laughs> I need a, like an actual name. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not putting in the Countess. I need signing your credit card numbers so I can charge you when you don't show up. <laughs> right. you're Hello. The That's our policy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Man, so have, have y'all been, you know, moving from house to house, have y'all been getting information yet to get your booster shot or anyone getting their booster? Like, how does everyone feel about that? I have gotten information from Rite Aid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's time, girl. Come okay. get your booster shot. <laughs> we giving them out like kids. They're apparently giving out. <laughs> See, that's what I was going to say. I'm sure, because, you know, originally it was like, you can't get the vaccine unless you follow, or if you, unless you fall in these, like, parameters or whatever. Yeah. Like, I know my me, parents got the booster shot, but they're older. Right. Yeah, and I like, did as well. Yeah. And, they are older and I'm well. sure I... Would qualify. You know, I get. They, I got the thing. I can get it. I can so, get it now. But right. It's like I don't know. ARP. I don't know where to go. <laughs> I don't know where to go. Like, do I go to that same portal? That, that same yeah. site where we originally yeah. signed up. You go through the same portal. Um, because okay. originally I had got a letter from my doctor that I didn't because I never checked my doctor's portal and it mm-hmm. said, "Hey, because if you're a case of asthma, you can go." And get it. That's when I first, and I was just like, oh, but then I kind of went without the knowledge of knowing that I needed to go. But like, I, I, I you know, I saw the email and everything, but I think that, uh, yeah, if you can get it, now they're giving it to children up to five, like, five right? years old. Five. Five. Yeah. Five, so, yeah. Because it's being included, I believe, don't quote me on this, but I think it's being included in the vaccines you must take to start school because a lot of kids start school at five. So That's I think good. that for them, yeah. it's including, which I think is important. I mean, listen, yeah. people have been getting vaccinated since the beginning of time. There is things you literally cannot do without being vaccinated. Some of them are Absolutely. travel. Yeah. Some of them are attending American schools. So I just believe Some that. Some of them like, are sitting in a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's about to get cold, bitch. Right, right. No, COVID. right. So, <laughs> and, and make your choice. Do you think that make people it. are gonna still have make the outside uh, situation in the cold again? Or? Yes, I, already, yeah. I, I, I was I like, was, what's Lido doing? <laughs> yeah, no, they're putting up like greenery and. Can we stay at Lido? Yeah, I love it so much. Yeah, <laughs> and they're opening up the Fox too. By the way, it's on the twentieth. The garlic bread. <laughs> no, the no, no, no! It's it's real good. Yeah, we had an argument I mean, last like, time we had brunch no, we had over the garlic bread. No, it was, it was bad. It's stupid. Um, I want to tell you this: they put crack in that. They no, do. they have to. And the pasta it's, that they have for brunch too, with the like veal meatballs, like it's crazy. And I'm like, why am I eating pasta at lunch but enjoying it? And, I, and I, every <laughs> time I go, yeah, it. every time I go, I say I'm gonna get something different. I always like get the pasta nope. shit. Fuck it. Just like Jordan Peele's new movie. Nope. 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 <laughs> nope. <laughs> And I, every, and yo, the last time we left brunch, there's a picture. I'll show you after this. There's a picture of me where you can see the life leaving my eyes. And then Not by the, the life. The life, girl. By the time I got to the next spot, my eyes were crossed. And I was just like, yo, this shit is crazy. Yeah, that was bad. That was that was crazy brunch. That, that was that was bad brunch. I mean Not it was bad. great, but it was it was lit. It was a it was a crazy time. Well, uh, 
Adam is telling us in the control room that it is time for us to come up <laughs> out this show. And it's time to wrap it up. I have some more hot time. We got a few more things to talk about. What you want to talk about, Darrell? Well, I mean, I want to, you know, say <laughs> we're going to talk about the green... <laughs> <laughs> This bitch, yeah. You can't, you can't come back. No. But, I, can't, I, can't make, right. I can't make it through a show. Right. I can't do it. I have been laughing this entire time. I've had right. such an amazing time. Oh no, this has been a great episode. So I hope y'all are having fun. Uh, we are. We are having a great time. Like, you it know is all when, genuine. When the joy happens like this, it just it leaves through the airwaves uh-huh. and travels mm-hmm. to y'all. Like the Holy Spirit. Hey. The- <laughs> wow. 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 Listen, guys, I hope you really have enjoyed this episode as well. And please go and leave us a comment send us an email questions comments anything that you have we would love to talk to you guys like we are leave having us fun. a review Tell on us. your app or on your <laughs> podcast app that you use because it could be Apple Podcasts Anchor mm-hmm. uh, Spotify who's doing questions now because yeah, Adam Rios has put out some questions he did one for Halloween about your favorite, favorite scary movie and we got a couple of replies we want to hear from all of you out there so please yeah. come in and let us know or you can uh, DM us on Instagram and Twitter at mm-hmm. Fry the Series or you can send us an email with Ooh. like questions or if you have any you know you want advice on anything and I don't know shit you can ask us at pridetheseries <laughs> at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. And We'd they love can, to hear from you guys. And they can, I think yeah. they can call us, right? Can they call us? Yeah. What, we're fancy. Yeah. What, they call us, it's what, what is the number? 844-25-PRIDE. Oh, my God. Wow. wow. What a moment. Only God. Wow. Guys, find me on social media. I am Darrell Anthony on Instagram, Darrell Anthony Facebook, and the Twitters. My Twitter is, I. other day I figured this out. My Twitter isn't as safe for work as I thought because... You be wilding on I, Twitter. I do be wilding, and I didn't yeah, realize... mine is calmed down. Because you be at work. Hello. <laughs> but, I, but the problem is I'm at work on Twitter. Well, you know, that's a whole other thing. You can also Venmo me. Y'all know how to do hey. that. Darrell Anthony, <laughs> send me that money. Send me that tip so I can get my life right uh, and cash at me a BDA money. M-U-N-E-Y. BDA money. Man, that's I so great. That's great. You can Love find me. your boy Box Wine Bobby. Oh my God, your boy. With <laughs> a zero on Instagram and Twitter. Again, my Twitter is not safe for work, but uh-uh. it is getting a little better actually because I don't have really time to be scrolling like I used to. Mm-hmm. She a working girl. Right. I working gotta make that money. <laughs> uh, you can also Venmo me at Adam A. Rios. Please give us a tip. Like, we need the money. Okay. <laughs> I need this money. Gotta get this yeah, money. <laughs> and it's your girl, Ashley Mitchell. You can get me on Twitter or Instagram at Ashley Aaron M. You can Venmo me at Ash Aaron M because, you know, why not? And the holidays are coming up, you know? Hello. Y'all want a Christmas gift? Okay. okay. Mama needs some money. <laughs> and I am Sickatrix Matthews. You can find me on Instagram at Sickatrix NYC. That's C I C A T R I X N Y C. Okay. <laughs> and you can Venmo me at my government name because mm. he's who deals with the money. Okay. Right. Hey. Right. okay. And that is at Adam, A D A M hyphen Stedman, S T E D M A N. And okay. I have a little something to say. Yes. Let's get sickening and stay sickening. Okay. Like get vaccinated, bitch. Right. Okay. I love it. Keep I'm, it clean. Keep it clean. <laughs> keep it fresh. Keep Hashtag. it fresh. <laughs> <laughs> plug it in, plug it in. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Listen, I, we gotta go. Right, we I'm, got I'm, to I'm, wrap it up. Go. I'm sick of your tricks. Okay. <laughs> okay. Tricks are for kids. Tricks are for kids, girl. And I'm like, I got ten of them motherfuckers. Give it up for tricks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys Thank so you much guys. for joining us, and we'll see you next time on Pride the Podcast. Yes. Yes. Bye. 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 Baby. Hey, hey. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs>